0: To the sweet sounds of Derek Everett on the Lonely Town podcast. I'm Jimmy here with him. We've got another episode coming up where we're going to talk about a song or two from Sawdust. We're going to start with Sweet Talk today, Derek.
1: Well, don't cut yourself short, Jimmy. You got pretty Sweet Talk your own self.
0: <laughs> Nothing like a podcast to tap, pat each other on the shoulder about. <laughs> <Derek>. <laughs> Thanks for all your comments and uh, for following us. It uh, really strokes our ego and <laughs> makes us want to continue. Because if we stop, no one will ever say thank you or no ski. Okay.
1: You know who you boys should interview. <laughs> <laughs> yes, keep th- it coming. You ever thought of interviewing? If if you got anyone that you'd like us to interview, we do like hearing the suggestions and those kind of things. But also if you have any connection to that person, be our be our uh, conduit and and uh the go between and, and hook us up.
0: Yes, we love a good intermediary. Yeah. When I mean, it comes to uh interesting people to talk to about the killers.
1: <clears throat> there, there are certain interviews, and I'm not gonna say people, but there's interviews we've been working on for, for months, if not years, and uh, go in between. So uh, there's gonna be some good stuff coming. I'll just I'll just throw that out since we got on that, that wagon train wheel there.
0: We've, we've been doing a lot of episodes just talking about songs, but yeah, there's always more stuff that we're working to line up, so don't give up on us.
1: It's just, we're just in a little, little song rut.
0: So Sweet Talk, Derek, this is a pretty cool song.
1: It is. I like it a lot. Again, I was wondering why this didn't make the album.
0: And now you know, now that we have Sawdust, you can see why they came out with this album, because they had a lot more stuff to come out that didn't fit on the original albums
1: my uh, my hot controversial take I don't know if this will upset people or not, but I might as well throw it out now that we've already did well now you have to say it <laughs> done our uh interview talk or whatever we did there at the first um I think that uh sawdust should have just been an album i think uh yeah. by calling it I know it was uh based off of uh, an oasis album of b sides and stuff that was kind of similar that Brandon's a big oasis fan and was kind of like, well, I want to do the same kind of idea or do that for us. But, I, I mean, it had somewhat more success than I thought when I looked into it. At, I think it went platinum in the UK and a few other places. But I think had this best, just been released as a killer's album, call it Sawdust, call it whatever, but either have it be the second or third album, depending on when you want it to come out, uh, follow up to, to Hot Fuss or to Sam's Town. I think it would have done a lot better just as a standalone album. I think, uh, when you tell people this is kind of the leftovers and B sides and uh it just kinda of feels like a lesser than like Yeah. Like this wasn't worth your time unless you're a, a big fan, this wasn't good enough to go on those other two albums, or these songs weren't as as good as those others, and you think, Well, I didn't like some of the songs on those others, so if this is below uh, you know, whatever your least favorite song is on, on Sam's Town or Hot Fuss, then all this is going to be garbage. I think it would have done better commercially that way, and I think uh, the songs would have been better received. We've had uh, a friend reach out and say how "Tranquilize" is his favorite Killer song. You know, twenty years after the albums came out or whatever. Now he heard it before, uh, but didn't even realize it was The Killers, and didn't really follow up. And now it's his favorite Killer song. I think uh, I think that might be for the general public. I know a lot of the people that listen to us are pretty. I mean, you'd have to be a pretty big killers fan to listen to a killers podcast.
0: Or you're a Derek Sweet, Sweet voice. Yeah, fan.
1: or you're just a big fan of me, me or Jimmy, or the town of Nephi. I know we get some uh, some love out of the town of Nephi and the city of Nephi and the good folks down there that have have listened to us. That might not have been big killer fans to begin with. Maybe they aren't now, but they like hearing the stories or the connections. But I owe a lot to Nephi City. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Um, but I think there's there's a, a group of fans. They're kind of more casual fans. If the Killers are coming to town, they might go to the concert because, you know... But they're not like the diehards on the forums, on the uh, Facebook pages, looking up Brandon's birthday and, you know, shoe size or, or whatever kids are into nowadays. So uh, I think for for those fans, Sawdust is like this Holy Grail album because they know it. It's the deep stuff. It's the, the B-sides. I know everything about them. But I think for the more casual fan probably hasn't even you know maybe heard a couple of the songs a time or two maybe haven't maybe you know you went to a concert and they played one of the, the songs and you're like oh i didn't even know this was a killer song oh that's kind of cool but i think uh had it came out as its own like a, a full album and not told hey this is the this is the cutting room floor i mean sawdust is a cool name and especially if you think back to you know shop class and stuff like that there's the sawdust that you have to sweep up, and there's a connection with shop, shop teachers of Nephi and, and Brandon and, and all that kind of a thing. But um, and, the, and the sun off arm, arm, wooden arm on the cover. Yeah. He, even and call it closer. sawdust. Just don't say, hey, this is the leftover stuff and have it be uh, the second or third album. I think it would have done uh, better commercially and the songs, I think, would have been better receptive because uh, we hear Tranquilize and we hear some of these other songs and we hear Sweet Talk. And I'm like, man, this sounds like a, a radio hit. Like When I first heard it, uh, re-listened to it the other day, I mean, I'd listened through the album a few times uh, when we were in Cover Up, but I'm just like, this sounds like a, this sounds like a song from the '80s on the radio, kind of. I mean, it just, it's a good song. It's, I guess, it just didn't fit in with Sam's Town, or was it Sam's Town? I can't remember. I can't remember if it's Sam's Town or Hot Fuss. Either way, it just didn't fit in with the feel of the album, and I totally get that. Uh, you know, yeah, it was
0: from the Sam Town, Sam's Town, sessions.
1: Because it sounds, I mean, it doesn't sound like it would fit in with that, but on its own, it's it's a great song. So. Uh, That that was a little rant, but I think uh, I don't think Brandon or the Killers care about my opinion or you know what I've always said they they did everything right, but I think in this instance had it been me, I just made my own album enough
0: money on the table.
1: Yeah, I I think so, and I think that that was back when albums were being sold, and I think they left. I think it I think it would have done a lot bigger had it been uh, compiled as that instead of just this kind of underground thing that went to the fans, which is kind of cool in its own right, I guess if that's what you're after, but. That's my that's my hot take, Jimmy.
0: Yeah, I guess the only thing that comes to mind when I look at the set list in that regard is that by doing it this way, I think it left a little bit more room to leave some of the demo-type sounding songs you know, that they didn't ever finish. They could have finished them and put them on as a studio album, but then there's also some of the covers and remixes that probably wouldn't have been on there. So it just gave them a little bit more creative license by making it this kind of album to throw some of those those remixes and covers yeah. but i
1: mean obviously it worked for them um you have all these deluxe albums and different editions coming out too of, of songs that get added on and i i i'd hope uh they they would do like you said i think last episode uh that they might do something like this again um whether it's sawdust 2 or whatever they want to call it I, I, we've heard enough rumors and things about songs that exist that people are like clamoring for um I don't know if they're looking for the right spot to put them in like an album or if they're just kind of piling up and they don't know what to do with it. But uh, I think everybody would be happy for it for a sawdust too, at this point, but who knows if that will ever happen.
0: Well, even to do something like they did with pressure machine deluxe where they just had like six different versions of other songs. And from what ha- what it sounds like when the deluxe version came out, there were a ton more. There was a rock version of West Hills that we never got to hear that, you know, it'll never come out now since it didn't make deluxe. For them to say, "Oh yeah, it didn't make the cut for this extended version," <laughs> but now we're going to put it on a third. Ver- you know, it'll sound desperate if they if yeah. they put it on a third
1: album. But I want to hear it, dang it! <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I want to hear it. And that's you know, uh, I go down a weird road here, but it's usually when somebody passes away, like like Prince or Elvis or whoever. And there's you know CDs that come out or albums that come out. I guess the CDs don't really come out for now anymore but uh, as much as they did anyways but albums will be released for years and years after their death because their family uh gets together and they find this vault of songs that you know have just been sitting there and and uh so i i don't think i'm gonna outlive the members of the band so i might never i don't know we might never get to hear it jimmy but there is a possibility in the future that west hills rock version will be released in uh, 2080 under new killers music and uh if your grandkids are lucky enough to hear that hopefully it puts a smile on their face and they think my grandpa used to live there
0: well Derek there's a there's a second scenario I think where we come out we can get these songs released or at least be able to listen to them and that is I think it was a few years ago the news came out that the killers had sold their catalog for like 500 million dollars oh yeah so oh yeah I think we just have to whoever bought that we just need to buy it from them uh so yeah, if anybody wants to pitch in, let us know. We'll let you listen to the songs, uh, and maybe even we can release them together.
1: A GoFundMe, I think we yeah. could <laughs> start a, a modest GoFundMe account. <laughs> I think that's a, a better option than hearing them from the, the great beyond somehow. So, yeah, um, yeah. I'd, rather,
0: I'd rather buy it than have them all die. So,
1: or or yeah, or me try to have to outlive them, and then I don't know. <laughs> it's going down a, a dangerous road there.
0: Well, if you're my grandchildren listening to this, I hope you've been able to listen to Slot Tech and. Diamonds on Black Velvet, because I probably never got to in my lifetime.
1: <laughs> and uh, and some special songs that, I don't know, some cover. I'm sure there's some uh, famous cover now that is on there that they never released as well. But anyways, let's get back to Sweet Talk. I, I took us down a dangerous road there. So Sweet
0: Talk, this is the first time I think we get uh, introduced to the concept of pressure that will be a, the major theme and even the title of a song, an album about Nephi. So, in uh, Sweet Talk, he says, "Lose these shackles of pressure." So, you know, just introducing this concept of of pressure as a way, you know, as a barbed wire, the barbed wire town, something that restricts you. How you can become captive to a small town that you can't get out of, or um, you know, any other kind of of pressure of society or of a religion or things like that, that in the, you know, in this talk, I don't know exactly, exactly what he's referring to is what's, what the pressure is that's shackling him. But, um, just the introduction of that concept, I think is worth bringing up for a podcast about Nephi.
1: I had similar thoughts. Uh, we talked a lot about how Samstown was really related with uh, pressure machine. Um, and you know, some of the same themes there of how, uh, Brandon was leaving Nephi in Samstown and some of those songs hit a little different with that perspective and pressure machine was obviously coming back to Nephi and songs about Nephi. Uh, this was going to be again on, on Samstown, um, And I think we can see those same, same themes as a guy that was, was leaving this, uh, this life where he had a lot of pressure, a lot on his mind, whether or not that was the religious context or just getting out of somewhere. And he had different things on his, obviously weight on my shoulders, uh, shackles, Temptations, I don't know if this is going into Vegas and you're, you're getting all this new perspective of life and what's going on there or if it's leaving the old and just getting away from it. But uh, yeah, he talks about pressure, which would come again with Pressure Machine. Um, I think there's a lot of lyric similarity with some of the things that were touched in, in Pressure Machine. And then it's just this open sky. He finally gets rid of this pressure, the stuff that's been tying him down the weight on his shoulder, all that stuff, he he finally gets rid of it and he's able to fly and become who he's always wanted to be or, you know, live that life that that he's wanted. Uh, You know, then it goes back into shame, you know, thorns, all this kind of stuff that would just hang down and hold somebody back. But when he was able to escape that, which, again, with the time frame and stuff, I think leans towards uh, getting out of Nephi, he's able to to fly and get that release and no more troubles. And it's a really, uh, lyrically, it's kind of an interesting song when you look at it that way and compare it with pressure machine and, and some of those things. But, uh, as far as just the sound too, it's, it's a, it's a different sound, um, from most killer songs, but it's, it's got a good, it's got a good vibe to it, I guess is what I would say. It's got a good, just a good feel. You listen to it and it kind of lifts, lifts your spirits, I think, or, or at least for me, it kind of puts a smile on my face and a, a bob in my head and, I'm off to the day.
0: Yeah, the other connection with, with Pressure Machine is Sleepwalker. So there's a lyric where he says, I'm not looking for sweet talk, I'm looking for time. Top a tower and sleepwalk. You know, just pops out to me when I read the lyrics, when I find the name of a, a Pressure Machine song in the lyrics.
1: Yeah, and another another thing that kind of popped up to me is uh, when it gets to that hold on, hold on, hold on. Kind of made me feel a little bit of uh, boy vibes as far as like, don't overthink it, life's going to get better. Uh, I guess you could kind of put that into terrible thing a little bit. Uh, But just the, he knows it's going to hurt sometimes. Just hold on and life's going to make sense. Like you can get out of this, this uh, scenario that you're in. And I think that's a lot with just that. I mean, we've talked a lot about adolescent age or the coming to age or that kind of thing. Uh, Obviously don't think that's exclusive to growing up in central Utah or anything like that. But uh, there's kind of a feel of life just kind of burdens you down. You're, all you know is this one thing, this one place that you've been. Uh, just hold on and the sweet talk that life's going to get better. Don't overthink it, boy. White arrows uh, are, are there for you and you have no clue what's on the horizon. And I, I kind of got that same kind of feel with the, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, just just wait. It's not It's never as bad as you think it is. Like, it doesn't matter what's going on with life. It doesn't matter what's going on. Any given scenario that you're in, it it's never as bad as you think it is if you just hold on and figure out whatever you're going through. It gets better on the other side. I kind of got that that feel from the song.
0: Yeah, it's also kind of a throwback to all these things that I've done. Where if you can't hold on, hold on. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry that this episode has come to an end. You'll have to listen to another to get more of Derek's sweet voice.
1: And just just hold on. It's coming. It's <laughs> hold on.
0: I guarantee it'll be less than a month until you get to hear his voice again. That's another episode down from Lonely Town.